Welcome to Bullshit Alert. I'm your host, Jeff Griggs. And as usual, I have a group of friends with me today, and I'm pretty sure they are all lying to me. If they're lying and I think they're telling the truth, I'll award them points. If they're telling the truth and I think they're lying, I'm going to award them points. If I guess right, but they they just make me laugh, I'm going to award them points. It sounds like I give out a lot of points. I really don't. I'm very, very stingy with the points. And if you want to keep track of the points, you can do that by going to our Instagram page, Bullshit Alert Without an I, and you can see our scoring breakdown. Joining me today are my bullshitting friends, our first one in the room, actually the last one in the room today. It's Danny Marshall, everybody. Hi, Danny. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, well, it's your podcast, so it, you're really having me. Okay. So uh, I'll, I'll allow that. All right. Uh, also joining us, our dear friend, Lily Moss. Hi, Lily. Hi, Jeff. Doing okay. A, a little under the weather, uh, which I'll get into later, but doing, doing okay. Okay. It's also your podcast. So thanks, thanks for having me on your podcast. You're welcome. We you know what, Jeff? You. Jeff, you, you, you get 10 points for that. Yeah. Uh, you're not allowed to hand out points on your podcast. And oh, okay. our special guest today, ladies and gentlemen, it is Mr. CJ Tour. Hi, CJ. Jeff, happy to be here. Big time fan. So glad to be in the arena with all the athletes I've grown to love. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, the great part about having you on the episode is that you did the live version of this show. That's right. Uh, deep within the vaults of the Second City, uh, there is the the live broadcast, which I'm not going to lie to you, is probably the greatest entertainment ever created <laughs> that sadly no one will ever set eyes upon. Uh, well, maybe, maybe. I, nope, it, never, it is, sorry. Oh, oh, okay. You're right. You're right. Never mind. <laughs> they say uh, the Second City will burn down again if you dare try. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, also joining us is uh, our scorekeeper and our timekeeper. It's Stephen Carter. Hi, Stephen. Hey, Jeff. Love the attitude today. I just feel like you're really bringing it. I don't know. It's something new, different. I love it. Today's different than other days yeah i don't know what it is it's your there's smile. an attitude that you're i don't normally smile uh, i don't know no, you, you i don't think you do you you're pretty tight-lipped you're pretty tight-lipped and I by that tight-lipped not meaning that I, I i don't spread secrets your version of tight lip means that i don't smile yeah that's what i mean yeah like, like literally a, the muscles can't go yeah, up if, if I was on a boardwalk and some caricature artist was drawing the atypical curmudgeon, I'd be like, ah, there's my friend Jeff Griggs. Big yeah, head right. on a surfboard. Tight-lipped Jeff Griggs on a surfboard. Absolutely. Shaking a fist <laughs> with one hand and refusing to participate with the other. That's right. Absolutely. That's me. That's, that's who I am. Everybody knows that. Uh, if you're listening, you know that now. So it's time to get into our first round. What was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? And I'm going to actually start it with CJ. CJ, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Uh, before we start, Jeff, I just want to say I'm a huge fan of this show. I've heard every podcast so far. Uh, Sarah Shockey, Leila Gorstein, the rest. 
And oh, I wow. think I've come up with a huge, uh, uh, a brilliant tactic for winning this game. I'm okay. telling you right now, Jeff, everything I'm going to tell you this episode is the truth. Okay. I, 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 I'm going to go on and say, I'm going to say everything that you say is true. All right. So this is, this is my declaration to you right now. Okay. I, I'm going along with it. Now that by, by doing that, if you are telling the truth and I'm going to give you points for being truthful, you're, you're not going to win. Yes, but I, I also get points if I make you laugh. That is true. And so that what is, is better than two friends sharing a laugh over the honesty that is so open between them? Oh, Jeff doesn't laugh. He doesn't smile. That's right. I don't <laughs> laugh. I don't smile. My but mission I, is not, not to win the game. It is to, like the three ghosts of Christmas, melt the heart of this <laughs> money-grubbing miser. <laughs> <laughs> oh god so even uh, steven before we start give cj 10 points well do uh, he just in, called you a miser wait, yeah because yeah. yeah. he's what? melting my heart already steven in give light G of jeff uh, 10 points and in light of heart melting memories the strangest most peculiar most exciting thing to happen to me this week is that my child took his first steps <gasps> oh. oh uh three nights ago he is a late... Actually, I'm just supposed to say the thing, and then I'll come back and explain more details later. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. no. It's just a, a beloved child. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm sure everybody else is. No, he no, is... No, tell, a, tell me more a, about your child. He is a bit of a late bloomer. Uh, it is about one... Fifteen. Oh, sorry, one year, four and a half months. If it was one month, I'd be amazed. Um, and the thing about my, my son is that he looks exactly like my wife. Uh, I, I, if... Listener, if you don't know, I am brown. Brown hair, brown eyes. My wife is blonde hair, blue eyes. Our son has blonde hair, blue eyes, and curls, and looks exactly like her, with the exception of he has my long, gangly body. Uh, <laughs> he is incredibly tall for his age. He has long limbs that makes it very hard for him to be coordinated. Uh, so every time he stands, it is, it is like a drunk standing at 2 a.m., uh, just <laughs> hoping to reach the door. Uh, so he's been standing for a bit, but it's been very wobbly. And then just a few nights ago, he took his first steps. And that was wow. the best slash strangest part of my week. Because a, a human being learned a new skill. It'd be like if uh, Danny suddenly learned to jump this week. It'd be crazy. <laughs> okay, Absolutely. Don't, don't get ahead of me, please. Come on. Yeah. Danny is never going to never learn to jump. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but we believe in you. Thank you. Did it just come from out of nowhere, CJ? Or were you trying to get him to walk? As I say, he's been standing for a good deal, and he, like, wobbles, he wobbles, and then he usually claps because he's so proud of him standing. And then he was just standing, and I'm like, I saw the, the hunger of the tiger in his eye that, like, he can do more. And so, like, I moved because usually he braces on me to stand and in front of him and just put my hands out, and he took three triumphant uh, steps and collapsed into my arms for a hug. Dry mm. your eyes, everybody. It was the most adorable thing ever. Um, and then he kept doing it that night. He would take one or two steps between my wife and I, and he's been doing that consistently for the past three nights or three. You nights. know, I, CJ, you and I've done uh, a, a good number of shows together. And if I remember correctly, that's exactly how you walk. Right. Yeah. Really, <laughs> uh, you know, they call out my name. You need to turn to the, uh, the wing of the theater and put your hands out and really coax me out there. I take three open steps, claps in your arms and then clap because I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thank you for that, CJ. Uh, boy, I, I believe it. I believe it's true. So, boy. We'll Would see. I lie we'll about see. my own child? I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> Stephen, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? 
Uh, I was eating some ham salad and <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> and verbally said this out loud that this is too hammy. And my wife, who was next to me, said, just like Danny. <laughs> really? oh, I can't take any any part of this story. I cannot con- contain myself. Oh, my God. Okay, so you said you said your ham sandwich was too ham. No, ham. He said ham salad. Ham salad. Ham salad. That's ham salad. what's getting me. That it was a salad, but it was mostly meat. Yeah. So I what is it. in a ham salad? Yeah, it's you're just, right, Danny. It's bacon in a bowl. That's really all it's, it is. It's mayo and pig. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. It's it was too hammy. I thought I would have you know something else in there, but it was a schnooks ham salad. And I know we've oh, talked about schnooks here before. Your local schnooks. We local love schnooks. schnooks. Uh, as, a, as a fan, I'm excited to hear for the first schnooks reference of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's just take your first shot. Take your first shot. Fun fact, fun fact about schnooks is that they're the owners are Nancy and Craig Schnook. Nancy and Craig, also the name of my parents, which they... Nancy and Craig Schnook building was being built on our campus and all of our photos had to be taken in front of the banner that said Nancy and Craig Schnook building. Wow, that is pretty hammy. I'm not yeah. going to Yeah, that's right. You're right. Wow. Steven, your wife nailed it. We did. Completely hammy. So do you, when you have a ham salad and do you have it often? No, I do not. Okay. But when you do, you expect it to not have ham in it? Just not so much. It was just so, it was just ham. It was just like if you were to take a ham and shred it up and put mayo in it, that was it. That was all. So mayo and ham, that's in a ham salad. I think so. I can't even. I have have so many, so many thoughts that I don't have the time to. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, pretty disgusting. Okay. Mm. Thank you for that, Stephen. Lily, uh, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Oh, Jeff, it's, it's been a, it's been a week and a day. Um, so I, I have a history of pretty bad birthdays. Uh, just like generally I don't like my birthday. Uh, today is my birthday and today I tested positive for COVID. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) and it's, it's about five days after I went to a Baroque themed rave in uh, Brooklyn. So that was definitely it. Happy so, birthday. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> laughing that you have COVID. <laughs> I'm I'm laughing that you're doing the podcast. <laughs> I actually last last night I was feeling I didn't get to sleep until 7 a.m. today. Um I, I had like a sore throat. I was feeling really achy. And I was just like, all right, tomorrow I should get a COVID test. And I woke up and I felt like pretty good. I, I have a cough, as I'm sure Lucas laments because I have to cut all them out. But I feel okay, but I tested positive. I tested positive for COVID on a rapid test. They sent me another email that said, "Oh, actually, you're negative." And I was like, "I'm, I'm negative." And so I called them, and they were like, "Oh no, you're 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 positive." I was like, "Why the fuck did you send me a second email then?" Oh no, we, uh, Lily, we just saw each other and just shared a ham salad. I'm very kidding. hammy, Danny. And I, I, they say that COVID tastes like ham, so <laughs> right. if it's too hammy. Yeah, and I, I baby birded that ham salad at your mouth, so you probably have it too. Damn. I mean, why break from tradition? That's yeah. why we do it. 
Your teeth so, are so soft. You just can't <laughs> handle ham. So, so Lily, how are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. I'm, I'm feeling a little stupid that I went to a rave uh, and then got COVID. But I mean, I'm fully vaccinated. Uh, I've heard that cases were kind of going down in New York. So I felt pretty safe, but apparently it wasn't enough. Yeah. Very Gen Z of you. Mm-hmm. Fair. Danny, oh. what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Well, Jeff, I had a little uh, fun interaction with Lady Luck this week. Oh. I uh, won $300 on a scratch-off lotto ticket. Okay, where did you get the, where did you get this lottery ticket? At the uh, little card store in front of right by in town, right my dad's office is right behind there and we go there. We 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 have a family tradition of uh, we always give each other lotto tickets. By we give each other, I mean my parents give me and my brother lotto tickets every birthday. The uh, the summing up to the amount that we are. And I went and got. I had to pick them up to send them to my brother. And I said, oh, you know what? I'll just get one for myself. And I won. So you bought a a, a birthday lottery ticket for your brother. I I used my parents' money to buy the, to buy his, and then with my own money, I went to the machine. So I I didn't want the guilt, you know, Jewish guilt. I can't have that. So I went, and it was a three dollar ticket, and it was like threes. It was all about, and it was mat three matching things, and went up to thirty thousand dollars, and I won three hundred bucks. That's it's good that you made the important legal distinction that you mm. used your money just as recorded evidence on this podcast. Right. Yeah. This podcast is currently playing in a court of law. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Booey, Baba Booey. It's playing in the Nassau County uh, small claims court. <laughs> Your Honor, as you can tell from this podcast, this man needs the three hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't know, Danny. That seems like it's your brother's lottery ticket. I'm happy to buy him dinner with some of that not all of it okay all right uh i'm gonna make some judgments on this uh let's do a quick recap cj what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week child learn to walk oh, all right walking baby walk <laughs> steven uh i had ham salad and called danny too hammy lily i've got the rona happy birthday danny uh, I won $300 on the New York scratch-off lottery. Okay, I'm going to go in reverse. Danny, bullshit. Lily, bullshit. Steven, bullshit. <laughs> CJ, absolutely. I 100% believe it. The only honest man in Chicago. That's what they call me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Completely true. Mm-hmm. Let's get some reveals. CJ, is your story true or is it a lie? It's true. Jeff, I told you everything I is true. <laughs> Awesome. We're going to have Steven? zero listeners. Mine was bullshit. No. Oh. Perfect. Lily? It's true. Uh, oh, no. I've, I've, I've got coronavirus. Oh, well, no. I do believe that your birthday part is bullshit. No. no, it's all true. It's my birthday right now. It's your birthday? Yeah. Danny? Is your story true? Or- it's not my or- birthday. No. Is your story true or is it bullshit? Oh, no, it's bullshit. Ah, all right, cool. You're not gonna, so you're not gonna buy tickets at the counter and then turn around and buy a different one at the machine. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. No, 
I mean, I didn't even go. I didn't even go to the store. I was lying <laughs> because that's no. the point of the podcast. No, you would have said you went to a schnooks, a quality yeah. place. <laughs> I went to. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Lily, uh, I know you were expecting everyone to wish you happy birthday after you revealed that it was your birthday. No, no, I don't give a fuck about my birthday. Jeff. I said happy I birthday didn't... like seven times already. Truly, we've <laughs> we, we've established on this podcast. I don't care about my birthday. I don't care about your birthday. I don't care about anyone's birthday. You don't care about James Dugan's birthday. Yeah, it's true. I don't. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Well, Stephen, can you give us the points? Well, I gave Lily five points for her awesome truth that you got incorrect. <laughs> right. But CJ right. is up because he's amazing. So he's he's got ten points. He's in the lead. He's melted my heart. Uh, so much so that I'm going to wish CJ happy birthday, CJ. So I care about birthdays deeply, so that feels a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. That is the end of our first round. Oh my god! So you, re- when did you find out you had COVID? Yeah, that's uh, crazy. Uh, two p.m. today. Two p.m. Happy birthday! Did you have a different weird fact ready to go? And then Lady Luck smiled yeah. upon you. Yeah, did you have something? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I was going to talk more about the rave I went to uh-huh. because it was baroque themed, and there were people in like really fancy dress, mm-hmm. and. I, now that's that's not even the top five memories from too the bad you didn't go the to a masquerade that would have helped a little you know oh yeah. right right yeah, that's true yeah. uh just the idea that god shined on you and gave you <laughs> <laughs> sounds a little dry let me give you a little something <laughs> I, I was i was messaging sydney today and i was like the only upside is this is going to make a great bullshit uh alert story <laughs> We are in our second round, and in our second round, it's time to play Meet Our Guests. And for our uh, guest, uh, CJ is going to tell us, game or not game, CJ is going to describe a game, uh, and uh, we're going to try to figure out if it is real or if it is not. Uh, If he convinces or tricks uh, Lily or Danny, uh, he will get 10 points. they get 10 points if they guess correctly. So, CJ, uh, can you tell us about a game that you have played or been a part of uh, that that is interesting that we'd like to hear about? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, I actually, in my line of work, play a lot of tabletop games. And in my own personal interest, I do a lot of murder mysteries. And so when you asked me for something that was we or like the, the most weirdest one, I was just trying to think, uh, I once at a, and this is leading into the next one, but at a convention, uh, played a tabletop uh, murder mystery game that is the weirdest tabletop murder mystery game I've ever played. I'm going to change the titles and the name of the characters, uh, A, because I don't remember the name of the characters, uh, but B, because just in case anybody recognizes the name if you're in the community. But it is basically uh, kind of a mixture of Clue and those old VHS games you would play where, like, there's, like, a host saying, like, five minutes, better get solving, detectives. Uh, except you play it on a, la- on a laptop, there's a website. And it's a murder mystery set in the future. So I'm going to call it from now on the future murders of the Mad Science Convention. And basically, you all play variations of mad scientists. You're all suspected of murder. And the bit of it is, is, like, the way the murder is committed is impossible, except if you use some sort of feature of futuristic technology 
And so everybody's lying because everybody's claimed that their piece of technology works, such as walking through walls or shrinking. Uh, but uh, you're lying because you want to win the prize. At the same time, there's a murderer trying to get away with it, and only the murderer's technology actually works. Uh, so you're busy trying to prove that you're not a bad scientist, but by doing that, you're making yourself look more guilty of murder. Uh, and then as you go, you just kind of figure out things. You move from room to room and say, like, uh, there's, like, the chance cards are, like, future cards where there's, like, five minutes in the future because uh, one of the inventions is time, is, uh, time travel, and that's, like, kind of consistent. Uh, so, and uh, that's, the, the, that's the broad strokes, and I believe now I, I answer questions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, because uh, I have a, a lot of here. questions. Okay, okay. So, so this is a tabletop game. Yes. Okay, you and can, you can play kind of like Clue and just kind of eliminate things down. Like you know, this part of the invention never like never shipped, or they, they never got this piece, or whatever. So they, you know, that's a, and you just find that out by going to a room, room. Or you can play it with the VHS thing, and it's more of a narrative. And did you have you played it with the VHS? Or we did, did it you with play the with VHS the... thing, and mm. it didn't work. We played the first <laughs> half, and so we had to go back. And I, I've actually just only done the, the like Clue version, totally. Wait, can you just fast forward to the end and figure nice. out who did it? You can always do that. You can do that with movies. You want to see how Castle ends? Just jump to the last chapter. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Guess what? You're a very powerful being. Yeah. Good question, Stephen. I thought you had to watch a movie. I like the idea of you sitting down watching TV. He's like, hey, can we just like see how this ends? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do that with a clue. You can just sit down, shove up a piece. Right, I'm just going to open this envelope. Okay, there, buddy? Immediately. You could open that envelope immediately. Steven, you have figured out yeah. how to play Clue. You know, sometimes you're just on it. That's mm -hmm. that's me right now. Yeah. <laughs> Did it not work because of the VCR technology was so old? It, it, it was fairly new, and it's supposed to, you're supposed to go to a... There's a lot of, if you play modern games, I think, like, uh, Werewolf does this now, where you can go to, like, an app site, and it will play along for you. But this one had a visual element, Although it wasn't real visual, it was like computer voice. It was like the mm. idea was you're like talking to the computer running the convention. Um, but the problem, it, it just, they had it up. The internet was working. I don't think their site crashed. I think they just like, I'm imagining that it's like different chapters of a video and there was just the middle chapter didn't work. And so they just stopped. And did you have to like, you had these conversations yes. in character where you yes. Were you going off with people to have these conversations or were you doing it in front of each other? First of all, I was one of the few people who really got into character. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> second of all, you, you, the idea is you're supposed to have conversations at the table. It's like a game of werewolf or a lot of social deduction games where like being able to answer questions in front of people is part of it. So if this was at a convention, I assume it was like kind of a new game that was being tested yeah. out and being shown. Have you, yes. how long ago was this? And have you seen this it is, since? I was at G Jackbox, whoa, this is real, 2019. Um, I believe it did get released. We're friends with the studio that have done it. And I know we're allowed to talk about it now. It was at the convention. We were allowed to talk about it then. Um, but sometimes with this company, we'll have us play test stuff. We can't talk about it because it didn't get released. This one, right. they're like, it's cool. So I'm imagining it's somewhere. Right. So if this were if if this game were to have been released, 
would you then be required to have a VCR? In That's order why to there's play? two versions. You can play the clue version with just the cards. I see. Table, okay. Or you can play the more narrative version. And the more narrative version is the one where they kind of ask you to like talk in character and whatnot. Danny, you're you're so stuck on the VCR thing. It's not. It's not in a VCR. That's just how the old one was were played. He's oh, talking about. He said yeah. five times. It's on a website. Open your ears, man. Stephen, minus ten points for Danny for not paying any attention it. to what CJ I thought was that there was still this, some VCR element, and I was just like, "What? No. We know. We know you thought that because you keep <laughs> asking thought, that question." What, what I actually thought was was that this VCR element was part of it. You know, mm-hmm. it is, but it's on a website. Do you think there's some? Some small factory in Missouri <laughs> churning out VCRs for like niche tabletop games, Danny. Nobody makes VCRs anymore. What do you? I, I don't know. Maybe Schnooks carries them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I will say for the audience, there is a classic VHS game nightmare, which you can see the video on YouTube now. And I highly recommend if you can get a whole, like the boards are pretty cheap and you can just watch the YouTube and play along and it's great. That That's game cool. I'll get because I have a VCR still. So <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, of course. Well, you could but get it a VCR. It doesn't matter because he's saying you could use YouTube to play. No, no, no. I'm on Dan's No, side I don't now. I don't okay. think you can. <laughs> Not with this game. <laughs> Here's the question I have for you, CJ. Was was the game fun? Yes. Uh the, the reason I thought of this though is because it is horribly complex. And at the same time, I have the memory of okay. My character was somebody who had every like scientist had like a niche. I remember one was like a woman who was half woman, half cat. Like she had like flied herself with an experiment. And one guy was like a cyborg. And my guy was a modern scientist who had time traveled to the future. So my stuff was all like time travel based stuff. Um, And so I was putting on like a, Hey guys, I'm just so glad to be here. Uh, How you doing? Uh, You know, like, and I was having a great time and no one else was doing character voices. (laughs) Just no one like, wow a robot hey can you imagine <laughs> which is crazy because you're at a, a game convention you would expect that everybody would really get involved yeah well game convention so there's a lot of people who are in role playing and there are a lot of people into math and i guess i was at the table with the latter <laughs> but now i'm Very wondering nice. if the woman that was half cat was just cat woman because right. she was at the convention her name i remember uh, it was Madame Purry, and which I thought was hilarious, being a bad scientist who was half cat. And that is the only name I can remember. I do not remember the name of my character. Very good. That's a great name. That's perfect. That's amazing. And I didn't even mean to say perfect, but that's, a, that's great. All right. We've come to uh, the decision. Uh, Lily, do you think CJ's game is real or is it bullshit? I think it's either a very cool game that he's uh, secretly workshopping with us right now, uh, or I, I I do believe it. Madam Purry put put me over the edge. Ah. I think I think it's a real game, and I actually really want to play it now because uh, you know it's an excuse to break up the VCR. Yeah, you just can't play it. <laughs> One thing I got prompted: there's no VCR. I cannot. <laughs> I'm back against Danny. I don't want to false advertise for these. All right, Danny, do you believe that this uh, game is? Real or is it bullshit? <clears throat> See, I'm really torn. I'll let you into my brainwaves right now. I really am hooked on the VCR aspect of this <laughs> game. So uh, I'm, but I'm going to think back to the beginning of the episode and CJ is telling the truth here. So I believe it. All right. CJ, is your story true or is it bullshit? 
How is a lie? Oh. Damn it. Oh. I lied when I said I wouldn't lie this episode. I apologize oh. for that. Uh, and you didn't lie to me. You just lied to them. My dear right. friend. Oh. Right. Oh my god. That the VCR thing doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Honestly, so, that, that game sounds super fun though. I would I'm a little disappointed that I, I can't. Are you I understood no part of that game. I don't know how it sounds fun. Time traveling, Madam Purry. Don't understand any gameplay out of it. Um, where how where are you getting your VHS from? That's where (laughs) I'm still. I'm. Yeah. So, uh, CJ gets ten points uh, for tricking Lily, and he gets ten points for tricking Danny. So he gets twenty points at round. Stephen, can you give us an update on the score? Well, Danny is now in last place with negative 10. Oh, God. Lily has five points, and CJ has 30 points. It's coming lead. I am am very impressed. I feel like there's no way that CJ is not going to win this game. It's just impossible for for CJ to lose this game. So that's the way things... Yeah, Vegas, yeah. Is, Vegas is going insane right now, but okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's the way it stands at the end of round two. There's, I will say, like, there is so much game pitching at Jackbox. I was really hesitant to list anything that could possibly be conceivably a game any day. So I was like, well, I have to make it the most complicated thing I can possibly yeah. imagine. <laughs> what is the werewolf game that you, you played? Uh, like werewords or werewolf words. There's, but there's like an app, and it's a word guessing game, and it's like attention werewolf is, you know. You go to sleep at night. Like this is the voice. Everybody close your eyes. If you're the werewolf, open your eyes. You know, like it's just like murder. Narrative. It's like murder, but it, there's a word guessing game element. But it, yeah, you have mm. like a murder host on your phone. It's an app. That is a real game. Mm. I believe it's called Werewords. Oh, that's interesting. Have any of you guys played that? No, no, no I, I don't have a VCR. Oh my oh, no. god. <laughs> oh, I'll it's let that. time oh. for our third round, and it's an all play. Uh, each person is going to tell me the uh, most interesting experience they've ever had at a convention, and I'm going to try to figure out if their story is true or bullshit. They will get 30 points if I get it wrong. And um, the great thing is that means this, this game's still in play. CJ's going to win, but there's still a chance <laughs> that someone else could win they're not going to but it's possible it's <laughs> it's possible so uh let's hear your convention stories uh let's start off with danny danny what's your convention story so my convention story at the time wasn't anything extraordinary but as time has passed i realized what a unique situation i was in i uh in high school went to new york comic-con with some friends and this was in, uh, the, the, it's in October. So this was October, 2011, because it was before, it was leading up to the first Avengers film coming out. And it was the first drop of all of, of the merchandise and, and of the announcement of all that kind of stuff. And I um, was there and there were these cute, like to- there were these dolls, these toys, whatever action figures that looked cool and cute i'd never seen them before so i bought one of a tony stark funko pop which i'd never seen before and i later found out i got one of the first ever funko pop vinyl 
toys. And do you still have it? I do. Yeah, I have a I have a small collection of, of Funko Pops. And um, what what are the, some of the other ones that you have? I have um, my favorite is a, a holiday special version of Boba Fett with you know bright inverted colors. I have Tyrion Lannister. I have Mickey Mouse as a conductor, and I have uh, Tommy and Chucky from Rugrats. I right. might have maybe one more. Yeah, I think that's better. People can't see it, but uh, Danny. <laughs> They're behind me. Over. They're behind the computer. Danny looked over his computer screen to see what the other uh, Funko Pop action oh. figures he had. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, Egon Spangler, because uh, uh, shout out to uh, the now former Harold Ramis Film School. Well, it's not <laughs> former yet. It's not. Oh well, when this airs, will the cursed it. first tapes of this show exist? Deep within the pile. <laughs> and add like a lightning <laughs> So yeah, in October when this airs, uh the Harold Ramis Film School will be renamed uh the Second City Film School. So so you're right, you're right. Okay. We still have a few months. Uh yeah. so uh great. Thank you for that, Danny. Uh Lily, uh tell me your convention story. Uh so mine's kind of two stories. Uh, I have been in multiple videos at conventions that have gotten millions of views. Really? And and why? So they're both related to a company called Rooster Teeth, um, who I'm a really big fan of. Uh, they make a lot of online shows and podcasts. And the first one was I was in the background of an interview with uh, between Bernie Burns, the head, the former head of the company, and this guy, Monty Ohm, who was an animator who came on to uh, work on a show called Red versus Blue for them. Um, and I'm just in the background while they're talking to each other. And I was just listening in like, uh, you know, a little con pervert. Um, <laughs> and then the second one was at Rooster Teeth, Con Rooster Teeth Convention in Austin um, was a video that uh, Gavin Free filmed. He's part of a separate YouTube channel called The Slow Mo Guys, but also part of Rooster Teeth. Uh, it was a huge water balloon fight in slow motion where he had hundreds and hundreds of people throw water balloons uh, at him in slow motion. And I was one of those people. And you could see me throwing a water balloon at him in slow motion. And it got over 10 million views. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. If uh, How clear were you uh, featured in, in these videos? You can, you can clearly see it's me in both of them. Yeah? Mm -hmm. uh, do you have a lot of people who comment on it when they see it or recognize it? Uh, no, I, Jeff, I don't know. Uh, I, I've slightly changed uh, my appearance since then. So, and also I don't think anyone would comment on it anyway. So, yeah. Someone will now. Yeah, sure. yeah. people will go back and look for it. They can rewind on the VHS. Yeah, I could actually go back and look for it. It, it, to see if it's true, but that would be cheating. And I, I don't cheat to find out if you're telling me the truth or not. All right. Thank you for that, Lily. That's a great story. Steven, do you have a convention story for us? I do. I was actually kicked out of a Comic-Con while wearing a Homer Simpson mask. <laughs> and and what? why were you kicked out? What was the reason behind it? Uh, I didn't pay. 
I just put the mask <laughs> on and walked right on in. And who who noticed that you weren't supposed to be there? I don't know. Um, because I was wearing the mask and I was with a few friends that just decided to go. There's this thing called Archon in Collinsville. And uh, we just decided to go one day. And they were just like, we have to go. And I wore the mask all the time. And there's like two little beads. So I couldn't see anything. So I was and just since, being drug around. And since everybody in Collinsville knows each other, yeah. everybody was like, man, what's Steven doing here? Let's get him out of here. Collinsville is not big enough to have its own festival, its own convention. I don't believe that. It, it, it does. It's called Archon, but it's spelled like Arch On. Oh, oh, I get it. Because you're kind of near St. Louis. But kind not, of. not that near. Well, you can see it from the outside. From the outside. <laughs> so it's not it's not Wakanda. There's not a shield <laughs> protecting it from outside eye. So are you saying you can see the arch from Collinsville? Yeah. Anytime just, you go outside, well, you not can see. Depending on where. If you're on the highway headed towards St. Louis in Collinsville, yes, you can see it. Yes. Okay. All right. Can you like see uh, Collinsville from the arch? Probably, but it'd be so blurry. It's just a blur. It's just, hey, there's a house. No, yeah. Jeff, typically the all the dumpster fires in St. Louis obscure the skyline, <laughs> so you can't, you can't see it. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Uh, uh, see, we love St. Louis on the show, by the way. Sure, absolutely. I spent absolutely. four goddamn years there. Uh, yeah. It was it was it was a okay to spend four years there, not a second more. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, CJ, uh, what is your convention story? Gather around, my children, and I shall tell you a tale. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, now I do conventions uh, a ton, and recently I um, want to once again uh, name drop two names. First, for working for Jackbox Games, I get to do uh, presentations at conventions, and at one. I got to, and everybody, get ready to be excited. Uh, I got to play a few Jackbox games with one, Brecken Meyer. That's right. Oh. Of Clueless and Rat Race fame himself, oh. Brecken Meyer. And the live uh, action Garfield movies, right? Oh, John Arbuckle, you know it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is he Franklin or Vash? No one knows. Oh, but yeah. he was there. <laughs> And he did play games with us. And as we were getting ready, we were setting up on stage. Uh, we were on stage. It was for uh, some online video game channel. Um, and as we were getting ready, we were sitting next to each other. Uh, show starts. The second the show starts, like the lights come up so you can kind of see the audience a little better. It's about 100, 150 people. And he points to somebody and he says, whoa, and like shudders. Scary. And he was pointing to a cosplayer. And I turned to him. And the first thing I say on stage is, that is my wife. Uh, <laughs> what was she dressed up as to my wife who was in cosplay as ronan the accuser oh cool uh kree super soldier as portrayed by lee pace in the guardians of the galaxy film specifically she was the movie version mm -hmm. uh and so i we did that and then he like kind of laughed and then afterwards we got to film a little segment for it and of which we addressed it on thing and he apologized <laughs> um but i do have now video footage of breckenmeyer pointing to my wife and calling her scary <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> wait so uh, do you well, pull the tape out and put it yeah. in a vcr and then press put play it out we have it on a vcr we have it you know put scotch tape label on it put the little tabs <laughs> and everybody records over it <laughs> hilarious and 
what uh, what type of games did you play with we, him? We played both Quiplash and Madverse City, uh, Jackbox games. Okay, how was he at Quiplash? He was great. I, I liked that he, of course, is one of the creators of Robot Chicken, and so I spent both Quiplash and uh, Madverse uh, City roasting Seth Green in front of him. Uh, <laughs> oh, your audience. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, all right. Fantastic. Well, those were all really fantastic convention stories. Let's get a recap. Uh, Danny, what was your convention? I uh, bought one of the first ever released Funko Pops, and now it's worth some money. All right. Lily? Uh, I'm uh, in some videos with uh, a lot of views, uh, so you can say I'm famous. All right. Yeah, you're an influencer. <laughs> Steven? I was kicked out of a Comic-Con while being Homer Simpson. In Collinsville. In Collinsville. The, the biggest the biggest convention in southwestern <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> All right. And CJ. Brecken Meyer, very nice man and voice of Joseph on King of the Hill, <laughs> called my wife scary on stage, on video, not VHS. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm going to go in reverse order. Uh, CJ, I absolutely believe your story is true, and I, I believe that you would not lie to me. Steven, your story's bullshit. Lily, your story's true. Danny, your story's bullshit. I would have believed it until you tried to look over your computer monitor as you were trying to think of other characters that could be Funko Pops. Your story is absolutely bullshit. Shit. And if you say it's true, you are going to get negative 100 points because <laughs> your story is absolutely bullshit. CJ, is your story true or is it bullshit? Of course, Jeff, it's true. I would never lie to you. <laughs> you have never lied to me, I CJ. never lie to you. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, happy uh, Lily's birthday to you, CJ. <laughs> I was uh, I was born on the same day as Christ, Jeff. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, that's fantastic. So uh, give CJ an extra 30 points. Steven, is your story true or is it bullshit? Oh, it's totally true. Really? Yeah, it's kicked out. Then I went to White Castle. What, what? You know Why? what? Don't what, what? White oh, Castle. that's what they do. Like everyone that goes to that convention, if you try to go to White Castle during that convention, you can't. It's so full. Because it's right across the street. It's oh, crazy. Oh, so you, you got kicked out, so you beat everybody to White Castle. <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty much what happened. That's funny. Uh, all right, Lily, true or bullshit? It's true. It's true. Right. Uh, look look for me uh, hucking a water balloon with really <laughs> poor form at uh, a very now rich YouTuber. <laughs> Hilarious. Very nice. And Danny, is your story true or bullshit? So, Jeff, uh, <laughs> this story is bullshit, but every yeah. every Funko Pop that you asked that I have, I actually have, and they are behind my computer screen. So I don't know if you want to take away all the points I've ever received. I don't give a shit anymore. It seems <laughs> you could reach over, grab one right now, and show it to us then. I, I could. I'll be right back. Honestly, if if Danny has ever, ever says he collects something, he just collects it, like... He has more tchotchkes than anyone I know. He, he has disappeared from our screen. He has disappeared. 
Oh, pros. I hear the sound of a window opening. He's driving away. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's made the show. It's made the show better. Here we All go. Right, I see the Egon. There's an Egon. I see the Mickey Mouse. And that is which one's that? Tyrion Lannister. Oh, okay. Oh, and who who are these two? These two rascals. Okay, yes, I see the Rugrats. I see. That... I see. Chuck Craig and Craig and Nancy. Schnook. This is Craig and Nancy Schnook final <laughs> oh Funko God, Pop. Eating a ham salad sandwich in front of us, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Well, I think we called back everything. Congratulations, everybody. <laughs> and Every... uh, I'm watching it on uh, VHS. There we go. Yeah. Right there. Go, Every... go, go. Every single bit we did, we did a callback to CJ. Uh, what's going on with you? Uh, what do you have to plug? When is this release? When, when is this episode coming out? Sometime in October. Cool. So, <laughs> uh, I'm still free. Uh, they, authorities haven't caught me yet, then, probably. Um, <laughs> but Hitchcock Tales is performing at the Annoyance Theater at 10 o'clock, if you are in Chicago. Um, also, maybe, Cluden may be preparing in Second City, although I don't know when. And those are long-form genre improv shows that I'm part of. And then I'm also a writer for Jackbox Games. And if it's mid-October or somewhere later in October, then the... Might be early. Might be early October. If it's early, then in about a week or two or three, the Jackbox Party Pack 8 will be coming out with Ooh. five brand new games. I'm so Ooh. excited. I'm so yes. excited. So, so excited. And this is I the first time freaking I was, love Jackbox. First time I was the editorial lead on one of the games. So Ooh. that means I was less involved than the other four than I usually am. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I heard a rumor that this party pack has quiplashes four through eight, and that's it. No, I'm afraid you are once again lying, Danny. Please eat one of your Funko Pops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeff's smiling. That's new. That's yeah, that we did get Jeff yeah. to smile, and that's all Old I want. tight lip Griggs. That's right. <laughs> uh, Steven, can you give us the score? I We almost forgot to list who won. We oh, I did. Hope I, I hope we I know won. who won. Uh, I mean, Danny's always losing, so negative 10. Lily has 35 points, but CJ has a commanding and winning lead with 60 points. Wow. But in the spirit of your heart melting, I will take my, my 60 points, and I will gr graciously give them to Lily for her birthday. I, I, I know that you're not one for birthdays, but a present is always nice, so... Here, here is 60 points in the shape of a Funko Pop of you and I as best friends. Congratulations, almost, Lily. That's almost kind enough to make me forget I have an infectious disease that's destroying the world. <laughs> that's yep. right. Wow. That, that is I amazing. I fucking hate CJ, this podcast. I fucking yeah. hate this. Thank you, CJ. You're welcome. CJ gave the gift of victory to Lily, further melting my heart and bringing an end to another episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Bullshit Alert. Thank you for listening to our bullshit on Bullshit Alert. Thank you to our guest, CJ Tour. You can follow CJ on Twitter and Instagram at CJ Tour. To see CJ live, check out Hitchcock Tales, which is a full-length, improvised thriller in the style of Alfred Hitchcock. They perform at The Annoyance Fridays at 10 p.m. You can listen to more of CJ on the podcast Lakeshore and Limbo, or play some Jackbox games to see his writing and real truths in the games he helps create. On behalf of Jeff Griggs, Lily Moss, and Danny Marshall, I'm Stephen Carter. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BullshitAlert, no I. Like, share, and tell your friends about this show. Edited by Lucas Marshka. Theme music by Fred Stark. Check him out at fredstarkmusic.com and Spotify. Spotify.